Hello again. I trust that you've had a good week and throughout every day of this week you have known the blessing of God. When I spoke to you last Sunday I read to you from the Gospel of Mark chapter 4 verses 35 through to Mark 5 verse 1. Uh, this story as we know is also recorded in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8, and in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8. But today I want us to look at another verse within the verses that we read last week. Mark, chapter 4, verse 36. There is a little phrase that occurs. It says, And there were other little boats that followed them. That phrase occurs only in Mark's account of this story. And as I've looked at and thought about that particular phrase this week, I thought that God had some wonderful things to say to us every time a miracle occurs in our lives. You see, as we can remember through reading these scriptures, the disciples were in a storm that they had not expected. They were not ready for it. It totally surprised them. It was so ferocious, they thought they were going to die. They therefore turned to Jesus although accusing him first of not caring, yet nonetheless we discovered that God himself is interested in first mercy and love. And he turns to the storm. Jesus turns to the storm, looks the, into the eye of the storm and sees behind the storm a formation of demonic forces that were disturbing the natural elements of the world that he had called into being at the beginning. And he rebuked those demons behind the storm that had come to thwart his purpose of crossing a lake. And immediately on rebuke, the wind ceased and the waves calmed, a simultaneous calming based upon the Creator's word. And as I thought about that wonderful miracle, I was then taken by the Holy Spirit to think about that little phrase. There were other little ships on the lake. There were other people on the lake going through the same experience as the disciples. It was a ferocious storm. They faced the same elements, the same, the same fears, the same challenges, the same difficulties. The only difference in the story was Jesus was not in their boat. He was in the boat of the disciples. And yet it would seem that by their reaction, it made no difference. Their fears had overcome them because the fears of the elements no longer were outside, but they'd allowed the fears to come within. But Jesus comes and rebukes the storm. But he did not rebuke the storm only for these disciples in the boat where he was. He rebuked the storm that affected the whole of the lake. Everyone on the lake was affected by the storm. Nobody on the lake was immune. Everyone on the lake faced the same challenge, the same difficulties, the same circumstances, the same fears and also faced a similar 
outcome, death. I think today of the situation we may also be faced in across our world. All the world is faced with a challenge that it's never faced before. Nobody's immune. Everybody has the same challenge. But as we have learned over these weeks, it is not so matter of what's happening outside of you, but it is how we react to the circumstances. And we are learning to react to the situations with faith, to be part of an answer, not part of a problem. And as I began to pray about this whole thing and think about it in my mind, I thought, what can I tell the people next Sunday? And that is what could I tell you today? And the Lord spoke to me and he said this, Carrie, every miracle that you have in your own life is not only for you to enjoy and experience, but it's for the betterment of other people. There is a spin-off. Whatever I receive, I am to give. The Apostle Paul spoke of in words like this. When he was in a trial, God comforted him and gave him strength. But when writing to one of the churches, he said, The comfort that I've received in my pressures of time from the Lord, it is now that comfort which I'm giving to you to help you in yours. It was the same apostle when it came to giving us understanding about the breaking of bread and coming to the Lord's table. It was that apostle Paul who said, I have received from the Lord that which I'm giving to you. In other words, what we receive is to be shared. It's not to be hoarded. We ask the Lord to prosper us, not merely for ourselves, but to have adequate need met from him by his supply, but at the same time have sufficient to sow to other people so that their needs are met. And when their needs are met, that they in turn will be able to help others. Every miracle is not there simply for our own gratification and self. It is given to us so that we share it with others. I remember going into a hospital just prior to Christmas. I'd been there for a few nights and then I was joined by another gentleman uh, after my two nights in that hospital and he came into the next bed to me. And he began to say that he was concerned and worried about the operation he was going to go through. So I began talking to, with him and listening to him. And we talked probably for about over half an hour. We'd never met before. But it was an enjoyable conversation. At the end of that conversation, he said, I've really enjoyed talking with you. I feel better for having done so. I let that log in my mind and then I said to him, don't worry about tomorrow when you have your operation. I'll be waiting for you right here when you come back to the ward. He said, do you think so? I said, no, I, I know so. I'll be here and you'll be here and we'll carry on with our conversation. We said goodnight. He went for his operation. The following day he came back from his operation and 
He went out of hospital before I did. But before he left, he shook my hand and he said, I hope we can meet again. Here's my telephone number. I thought a lot about that. And this is what I thought of. God has done a marvelous work in my life. The person that you see or hear today talking with you is not the person that used to be. Jesus Christ changed my life radically. But as I think about my life today, I think, Lord, what, if, what effect do I have on people? And what are the effects that come about through my life? Lord, I want every person I meet to be a person who can say, I'd like to meet that man again. I feel better for having met him. I can truly say that as I read the Bible, there was nobody who had a good attitude, who met Jesus, who never wanted to meet him again. There was some life about him, enthusiasm, excitement, because he walked around with peace and calmness and joy. He had life to be shared and life to be given away. He wanted people to have the same life that he had. That's why he said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The life cannot be contained in a building. It cannot be put in a can. It cannot be preserved. It's simply there to be given away. And the more you give, the more you get. The more you sow, the more you reap. The life you share, the more abundance you know. And this is the story, really, of Jesus performing the miracle on that lake. He said, I want my life and my miracles to be shared across the world. I want the whole world to know that a Savior has come. I want a, the whole world to know that a Redeemer is here. As I've thought about him in the last few months, as you have thought about him, and I've listened to the radio at times, I've listened and watched the TV at times, and listened to all the negative talk and the, the things that are being said. And then I hear we must believe in the scientists and put our trust in the science and the facts. But I've not heard from any of our leaders. It's time to go to God and ask him for his help. Not one. I want to use this opportunity to say to you today that are watching me on this video and through this media, I'm going to ask you to join me in going to God to ask him to bring a resolve to the city vision that's facing the entire world and that some, through some swift action by his own mighty hand, somewhere, somehow, in a miracle, and I don't know how miracles work, but he'll perform a miracle and bring release, release and hope for all mankind. What you have received, however, share with others. Go today, look at the person you are living with, your husband or your wife or your aunt or your uncle or your grandmother or your mother, and just share with them these simple words. I'm so glad to be able to share my life with someone like you.
I am so happy to be alive. And I want you to experience my life with joy and happiness. Let us all go out today having experienced the miracle of new birth and therefore we were born for the supernatural. To go out and expect a miracle day like the little song says, expect a miracle every day, expect a miracle when you pray. If you believe it, God will find a way for you to have a miracle today. We were born for them. Jesus said, I want you to experience them. When you do experience them, share them with everyone else. Enjoy God today. I'm so glad to have had the opportunity again of sharing with you today. I'm so glad that I'm alive. I am so glad you're alive. Let the world know you're alive. Go out and enjoy it. When you have that time, do so. Affect people with the positive. Let them have the experience of saying they were glad they met you because you made life better for them. God bless you richly. Thank you for watching.